Hey guys, it's Nicole. And this is a short message on the fear of failure. Last week, I did a short message on the fear of success. And I feel like it would only be fair to now do another short message on her cousin, the fear of failure. This is another type of fear. And I would assume that the fear of failure is more common than the fear of success because all of us, definitely all of us, every single one of you listening to this right now, including myself and everyone around the world, we can all think of a time where we were scared to try something new because we weren't sure how it would turn out, right? We've all been there before, even as little babies, especially as little babies, when we start growing and developing and we go from sitting to rolling to crawling to walking to running, those are all new and scary things. And sometimes we are hesitant to attempt the next level out of fear of what could happen. What if we fall on our face and get hurt? What if we fall off the bike and break our arm? What if someone sees me do that and laughs at me, right? Now I failed and I'm embarrassed. So this is a natural fear to have. But when it becomes this overbearing thing that holds you back time and time and time again, and you realize that you're never putting yourself out there, you're not attempting to try something new, you're not meeting new people, and it's all because you're scared of the outcome, then your mind is no longer just drowning in fear. You've actually shifted the emotions in your brain, and you're now motivated to avoid that failure. And people who experience this tend to have a very hard time controlling their emotions because they think, if I fail, then I will feel disappointment or I will feel anger or sadness or jealousy of the people who succeeded, or I will feel humiliation and shame for having not been one of those people who succeeded. And someone who doesn't understand how to manage those intense emotions will subconsciously choose not to feel them at all. And this means they will avoid any type of activity or any type of event that could potentially create those feelings. So the fear of failure might look like someone choosing to be single for the rest of their life, because if they got into a relationship, it might not turn out the way they wanted it to. And the breakup could result in pain or sadness or heartbreak. And the fear of failure might look like someone who was so scared to get a bad grade on a test that they refuse to take the test, which could cause them to ultimately fail the entire class. And the fear of failure might look like someone staying in a job that they absolutely hate because if they started that new business they've been dreaming about for years and it didn't turn out as they expected it to, then they would be embarrassed or humiliated that they ever tried something new. So people who fear failing will avoid any situation where they see a potential for failure. Because not only will they be deemed a failure to themselves, but they will be a failure to other people. And this causes a deep downward spiral of emotions. People who fear failing typically struggle with anxiety too. Because when we are anxious about something, we're not present in the moment. We're focused and worrying about something in the future that hasn't even happened yet. And people who fear failing are focused on the idea that an event could possibly happen in the future. So people who are deeply anxious 
may typically also be battling this fear of failure. And vice versa, too. People who fear failure might want to practice deep breathing activities and getting grounded and being fully present in the moment because they're not present in the moment. They are focused on the future and assuming all of these potential scenarios that could happen that might potentially cause them some type of pain. And if you are listening to this and you are one of those people, which is so many people, by the way, so I hope you know that you are not alone. This is absolutely one of the most common questions out there. It's a question I get all the time when I speak to people, when I work with people, when I speak in front of audiences. So many people ask, but what if I fail? What if I start the new job and I get fired because I'm not good at it? Or what if I have a kid and I struggle balancing all the things? What if I go on a date with someone and it doesn't work out? What if I try a new activity after school and I am, I suck and I get cut from the team? Like, what if I, what if I, what if I, what if, right? And if you are someone who's afraid to fail, then I want to ask you this. Are you afraid to fail for yourself? Or are you afraid to fail because other people are watching? Now, that is a question worth exploring. Because I believe if most people thought that no one else was watching them, not their parents, not their friends, their sisters, their partners, their kids, if they believed that no one was watching, then they would be willing to try more things. If they believed that they were invisible, then they would just try the thing that they want to try. But we think everyone's watching us, so we refuse to try because we don't want other people to see us fail. And here's the truth. There might be some people watching you. Some. Maybe a very small handful. Maybe your mom. Maybe your kids. Maybe your partner. But the reality is that we are all so caught up in our own worlds. We're caught up in our head. We're focused on our own careers or our own families and our own social lives that we do not have time to think about other people. Just think about it. You are scared to chase your dream and do something that would bring you joy because you're scared of what someone else might think of you. But those people who you think are judging you are doing the exact same thing. They too are living in fear. They too are not doing what they want because they think that you are judging them. It's this vicious cycle that we're all doing, right? Everyone's doing it. And it's insane because we have one life to live. No joke, one life to live. And so many people choose not to live it the way they want to because we are terrified of what someone else thinks about our journey. And it's usually like someone we haven't even seen in 10 years, someone we haven't seen since high school that we're still maybe friends with on Facebook and we're like, oh, so-and-so thinks I'm crazy for starting that new business. But like, no, she does not. And who knows, maybe she's watching your stories because she's inspired by you and she wants the courage to start a new business just like you did. So we need to get out of our own head and stop focusing on what other people think of us. Just imagine if you always felt this way. Go back to when you were that little baby and you were just learning to crawl. And you figured it out how to crawl on all fours. And you saw other people walking on two legs and you were like, that looks nice. But it also looks hard. And if I try, I might fall on my face and then everyone's going to laugh at me. So I think I'll just stick to crawling for the rest of my life. Imagine if you thought like that as a little baby, little toddler. Just imagine. You would be the only weirdo walking around on all fours right now. That's for sure. (laughs) 
because you were so scared to progress and to move to the next version out of fear. But also, as babies, we don't think that way because growth and progression is a natural innate process. We don't typically have those fears inside of us. We're not born with them. Somewhere along the way, we learned all of these fears. It might have come from your parents or the people around you who are always telling you to be careful or telling you not to wear this outfit because you're going to look silly in that one. Like people have always put their opinions on us. I just saw it happen earlier today. My daughter was riding her scooter down the road and my mom was like, come back, come back, come back. And it's like, no, not she. I'm sorry. She wasn't on the road. She was on a sidewalk. She was like one house over. And my mom was like panicking, thinking that something bad was going to happen while she was 20 feet away. And I was like, relax, mom, <laughs> because we are so concerned about other people. And we put our opinions and our fears and our feelings on top of other people. And so as we get older, we start to make decisions based on other people's opinions. And we think that it's natural, but it's not. We are not meant to live life based on what other people expect of us. We are meant to live life authentically, the way we see fit, the way that feels right to us. So if you feel like you are not doing something new or you're not putting yourself out there enough or you're not pursuing a dream that's been burning inside of you, then you need to ask yourself, am I living in fear of failure? And I would recommend doing a deep journaling activity. I know I'm a journal nerd, so that is just me. If you don't like to journal, then maybe just ask yourself all of these questions in your head. But journaling is such a helpful tool to get you to understand yourself better. And journaling does not mean you need to be this profound writer. Nobody's going to look in your journal. No one's going to care about your handwriting or your spelling. You could even do it on a computer if you'd rather type it. But I would recommend doing this journaling activity or doing any kind of journaling, which is just asking yourself questions. It's how you get to understand what the heck is going on in your brain without just going to therapy. So I recommend doing a deep journaling activity over this, but ask yourself, do I worry that failing will make people like me less? And if I fail, will I lose my friends? Do I worry that people will laugh at me? Or will people second guess my capabilities? And do I worry that I will disappoint someone if I fail, right? Or will I impact someone else negatively? Will I bring shame to my team or to my family or to myself? Ask yourself those questions. And you can observe your behaviors too. If you're about to try something new, are you someone that tells people beforehand that you don't expect to succeed in order to lower their expectations? So if you're about to try something, you're like, oh guys, I'm totally going to fail at this. I'm not going to be good. Don't expect anything of me. Like, are you that person? Because all you're doing is lowering everyone's expectations because you're scared to fail. Or are you someone that, gets to the activity, you're, you're ready for the event. And all of a sudden, last minute, you have headaches or stomach aches or some other physical symptom that prevents you from doing the activity. Sometimes that's intentional because we feel like we're not ready, but other times this is subconscious and your body is communicating with you how stressed and anxious you are internally. It's telling you through physical pain. And I 
man, I have seen that many, many times in my teaching career. I have had students who knew about a writing assignment or they knew about a test weeks and weeks in advance because I was never the type of teacher to request something last minute. We would prepare with study guides or outlines. We would review everything. I would remind them over and over and over again. And on test day or on the essay day, the student would come to class with a migraine or a stomach ache and say that they could not complete the assignment. This is how it shows up. We are so unbelievably terrified of failing that we refuse to even try. But you can also ask yourself, what would happen if I failed? Would it really be so bad? If I fail this test, can I still wake up and go to school tomorrow? Will I still have a family to go home to and a warm bed to sleep in? I would imagine that the answer is yes. And the more times we put ourselves out there, the more chances we have eventually in time, after a couple of failures later, eventually we will succeed. So isn't that worth it? When we know that we're living with fear and we choose to push through it anyway, that's when we own our fear. I sat down with Terry Sidford a few weeks ago, and in that episode, she talked about the acronym for fear, which was face everything and rise. And that means even in the face of fear, even when we're scared of failing and we're not sure how things are going to turn out, we do it anyway, because you'll never know how something will turn out until you try. The fear of failure doesn't have to be something that holds you back for the rest of your life. It will be if you let it, but it doesn't have to be. So do some journaling, practice activities that will get you grounded. Call yourself out when you're engaging self-sabotaging behaviors too. Because if you're scared of something, you have to prepare for it. If you procrastinate, then you're going to set yourself up for failure. And it's the failure that you're fearing. You're envisioning it and you're causing it to happen because you're procrastinating. So be willing to own your fear and try something new even when it's scary. And eventually, with a lot of practice, it won't be new anymore. I am a firm believer that you can master anything in the entire world if you practice it every day. And fear is one of those things. If you step out of your comfort zone daily and do something new and scary every single day for an entire month, 30 days later, you have now experienced fear 30 times. And you're going to be a lot less anxious in 30 days from now than you are right now. So give it a shot. I believe in you. And I know you have the power to overcome your fears. So go get them.